Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Just before noon on August 15th, 1950, Mary Ann Von Hoof stepped out of her farmhouse in Nesita, Wisconsin. It was the Feast of the Assumption, a date Catholics observe as the day Mary, Jesus' mother, ascended into heaven. Van Hoof then knelt before a statue of the Virgin Mary, but she wasn't alone. An estimated 100,000 spectators had gathered outside of her home. According to Life magazine, these spiritually fanatical and level-headed citizens came from all over the country via chartered buses and specially routed trains. There were around 17,000 cars parked on the farm. They filled that Wisconsin field to hear a message from Van Hoof, who claimed she had been visited by visions of the Virgin Mary six times over the last few months. And today, the saint was poised to appear again. As Van Hoof shifted her attention, the crowd hushed. Then, she spoke into a microphone and shared the Virgin Mary's latest revelation. She urged the people to pray, do penance, and sacrifice. She issued a warning about Korea and said, Black clouds are coming to America. The pessimism wasn't totally unwarranted. The Cold War loomed. The Soviet Union had detonated its first atomic bomb and earlier that year, Senator Joseph McCarthy said communists had infiltrated the State Department. The New York Times reported that Van Hoof left the scene in tears. And while observers saw nothing unusual, the Associated Press reported that the faithful were satisfied and believed the Virgin Mary had been in their presence. Van Hoof was a Philadelphia native who later moved to Wisconsin. Religion scholars say she was baptized Catholic, but not reared in the church. Her mother, a spiritualist, believed the spirits of the dead could communicate with the living. In the 1930s, Van Hoof answered an ad for a housekeeper placed in a publication called Wisconsin Farmer and Agriculturist. The ad was placed by a devout Catholic named Godfred Van Hoof. They married four months later. Van Hoof said the Virgin Mary first appeared to her on November 12, 1949. The La Crosse Diocese initially held back judgment of Van Hoof, saying it needed time to investigate her claims. But it took a dimmer view as the crowds in Nesita grew and pilgrims made claims of miracle cures. In 1951, Van Hoof was ordered to stop spreading pamphlets about her visions and to dismantle the shrine she built, known today as the Queen of the Holy Rosary Mediatrix Between God and Man. She refused. But the following year, she agreed to undergo a 10-day medical exam at the church's request. Diocese officials condemned Van Hoof's claims in 1955, 
but that didn't stop her followers. A new investigation was ordered in 1969, and her claims were condemned again the following year. Still, Van Hoof and her supporters continued. Hundreds of families from around the country uprooted their lives and moved to Nasita to be part of the shrine community. They believed, in time, church officials would change their minds. In 1975, the diocese called the group a cult and placed Van Hoof and several followers under an interdict, meaning they were denied sacraments. Four years later, the bishop declared the group was no longer affiliated with the Roman Catholic Church, in part because they used clergy from outside the church, according to diocesan records. Van Hoof said she continued to receive private revelations from the Virgin Mary until her death in 1984. In her later life, she also said she had visions of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Joan of Arc, and others. Despite an abundance of claims of Marian apparitions in the United States, the first church-approved site wasn't declared until 2010. It's at a shrine in the Green Bay Diocese, 150 miles northeast of Nasita, where a young woman said Mary appeared to her in 1859. As for Ann Van Hoof's shrine in Nasita, it's still open to visitors daily. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Susan Hogan, who reported this story for the Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.